Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast and happy Monday or whatever day of the week it is you're listening to this. I'm so thankful that you are here. My husband and my mother-in-law and I were talking the other night and this is what inspired this conversation today. And I can't remember if this is actually something I've shared on the podcast before, but if I have, it was a long time ago and probably very brief, but My first degree in college was actually in apparel design and manufacturing. So when we were chatting the other night, I can't exactly remember how this came up, but I had mentioned how that program, my fashion design and manufacturing program was absolutely the most work I've ever put into anything before. And I know that there are many majors in college that require a lot of work outside the classroom. So I know I'm not unique in the college grind. But when I say I lived in lab to get my work done, I truly like just could have brought my sleeping bag to campus. At the time as well, I was commuting. It was about 35 miles each way from where I lived. And in the program, we did absolutely everything from draping to pattern making, sewing, sketching, CAD classes. I remember spending honestly 40 to 50 hours a week in class and on my work in lab. In addition to working, I was also working like 20 to 30 out, 20 to probably 25 hours a week at that time. So I had a lot on my plate. I I really was, I loved to work hard. I loved to grind, but it was a lot. And I remember it being overwhelming. And it's just, you know, like those periods of life where you just feel like your head is always barely above water. Like that's what going through that program kind of felt like. 
And as we were talking about it, I was able to say with confidence that even though that experience was over 16 years ago now, that it is still what I can recall as the most work and effort I've ever put into anything before. And I emphasize that because the further away memories and experiences get from you, right? And the the longer that time goes on, you'll always remember that something was difficult, right? Like it was a difficult time of life or it was a challenging period that you went through, but you start to forget more and more what it actually felt like the day in and the day out, right? Like you just don't remember those stresses. You remember the experience as a whole, but it is kind of harder to recall like how exactly you felt in those moments when it was really hard and trying. So at the end of that program, I earned a degree. Okay. But ultimately I decided that I would further continue my education in something else. And I switched gears going to communication studies with a concentration in public relations. Okay. So beyond that program and the internship I did for it, I didn't use any of those skills again, nor did I end up working in the fashion industry. I mean, tell me I'm not the only one that can relate to not doing anything close to what you got your college degree in, right? (laughs) And I know a degree doesn't define what you need to pursue in life or even what you're good at for that matter. But it got me thinking how easily we accept the years spent earning a degree. Years, right? Up to some people go to school for four, six, eight years, right? only to not apply the education itself into our lives or how we make a living. Yet, we're very quick to believe that we are wasting time or made the wrong choice by starting an online business that might not be making money after one or two months, right? Or not seeing a noticeable difference in personal habits after changing something for a few weeks, Or maybe you have looked at your college degree as a waste. I mean, what good was it for if you're not using it, right? Wrong. (laughs) I certainly have asked the question, what good was my fashion design, you know, and apparel manufacturing degree good for? But I know that it was not for not. When I think about the lessons I learned going through that program, I know those traits have carried me through so many challenges that followed my time in college. And even though it was, again, 16 years ago, I attribute so much of my character to the things that I learned going through that program that felt like I was getting crushed by. I learned the process of staying committed. That has been an invaluable thing for me to learn. You may already know this about me, but I love making my bed every day. It starts my day off with a sense of accomplishment, but I also love slipping into a beautifully made bed every night. And my cozy earth bamboo sheets make all the difference. They are so unbelievably soft and comfortable, and the premium fabric regulates body temperature no matter the season. They're perfect for the hot summer nights coming up. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You could receive up to 40% off site-wide when you use code MINDSETMILE. 
Go to CozyEarth.com to explore their latest arrivals and to receive up to 40% off when you use code MindsetMile at checkout. You know I'm all about small habits that make a big difference, which is why I never skip a day of taking my Ritual Essential for Women 18 and Up multivitamin. I was looking into some info on the efficacy of this particular vitamin, and after a university-led study, it showed it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in women in just 12 weeks. That's huge. I personally love that Rituals Essential for Women 18 and Up is one of the few women's multivitamins that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is exactly what's in the formula. So if you've been sleeping on getting a multivitamin, this is your sign to finally get one or to switch to Rituals Trusted Vitamins. As a Mindset Mile listener, you can receive 30% off your first month's order. Visit ritual.com backslash Mindset Mile to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 and up to your subscription today. Okay, so I had doubts as I was getting closer to the end of this program if this was really what I wanted to be doing with my life. I liked what I was doing, but there was something in me that I felt like I was good or decent at what I was doing, but I didn't really have any prior background or experience in any of the hands-on part of building and manufacturing clothes. Okay. I didn't do any pattern making, any sewing. This was all completely new to me. It was just a passion of mine that I thought I wanted to pursue, but I felt like there were other people in my program who this type of trade seem to come a little bit more naturally for, okay? Like maybe they had experience in sewing already or they had done, they had taken similar classes or whatever to to get them ready for what they were going into. But I stuck with it. I, I knew that I knew that I wanted to have it with me as a tool in my belt. And that's sometimes how you should consider things that you go through. They might not be, direct use for you immediately following the experience, but they're a tool in your tool belt. And I love having a variety of tools in my tool belt. I learned that the answer is always no until you ask. This has probably been my favorite lesson of all time, and it has served me more times than I can even count in my life. Okay. And really briefly, I want to tell you how I learned this specifically through going through this program. So we had to do an internship in the last semester of, of the program. Okay. And I saw this as my opportunity to go to New York city. I love, love New York. I have some family there, but I just always wanted to move to New York for an extended period of time or to be able to work there. And I didn't have any connections to anyone in the fashion industry in New York city, but I had a friend of a relative whom I reached out to and I told him what I was looking to do, which basically included sweeping floors, if that's what it meant that I got to go live and work in New York for a summer. And even though I had no idea how I'd afford it, where I would live, I had none of the logistics worked out. If there was even a possibility that there was a job for me or an internship for me there, right? Like I didn't think any of this through. I just thought, I'm going to put this out there and see what comes back to me. Long story short, 
he knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who worked for a manufacturing company in the heart of the fashion district in New York and had passed my info along, which resulted in an opportunity for me to take an internship, a paid internship at this company for the summer. And I'll never forget that email when I got an offer and I was like, I mean, just completely blown away because when I thought about the likelihood between the idea and the desire I had to actually do this to it actually coming into fruition, the odds were honestly so small. I could have easily thought, yeah, there's no way like this is, this is going to be impossible. This is never going to happen. It was just so incredibly unlikely that something like this would have ever presented itself to me. But I thought, what if, and I couldn't unthink it. I couldn't unthink what if, and since then I've always acted on desires that feel larger than life to me. If there's a goal or if there's something that I'm feeling called to create or to go after, I remind myself that the answer is always no until I ask. And because of that, I have met and befriended many incredible people. And it has allowed me the flexibility to pursue different passions and goals. And I'm not telling you this to impress you, but to impress upon you that there is no such thing as a wasted lesson. That experience that I had in New York was invaluable, okay? And if that was the life lesson I got out of doing this program that I could have otherwise looked at as a waste of time or it didn't get me anything, well, that would I would have never had that experience in my life. I would have never gotten the, the work experience. I would have never gotten to live in New York City. I had the time of my life that summer as a 21-year-old living and navigating the Big Apple. So what is it right now that's coming to mind that you've spent time dwelling on or regretting? Is it a job, a move? Maybe it's a relationship. What is the thing that didn't go the way you had planned that you might be blaming your current circumstances on? This message was to remind you that there is no such thing as failing. There's only learning, my friend, but you have to look for it. We are taught and influenced to believe a lot of different things in life, but I am baffled how we still have not normalized the conversation around failing or making mistakes. Instead of seeing the path to success being a broken road, we still imagine that it's this straight 45 degree angle upward, that everyone who has success in their business or their relationship or their life got there because the, all of the decisions they made were the right ones. They didn't make any wrong decisions, right? Wrong. For some reason, this is the illusion we still live under when really those people just made more mistakes faster than those in their arena. So right now, what I want you to do is think of an experience that was really hard. Okay. Maybe it broke your heart. Maybe it was something you've always considered a mistake. Is there something you can think about and think from that experience that helped you get to where you are today? 
maybe you've gone this entire time not being able to correlate that experience to your current work ethic or your resiliency or your boldness or your creativity or your ability to make decisions under pressure. Nothing is ever for naught and you need to remember that even if you don't see it at the time. Fail forward, my friend. There is nothing wrong with failing so long as you just keep moving forward. Look at all of these as stepping stones to the broken road that's leading you to exactly where you need to be and who you need to become. You've got this. If you loved this episode, I want to hear from you. Please tag me on social media at Aishazaza. Send this message to a friend that also needs to hear it. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Until then, make it a great day.